should don't want to see my face. Yes, they do, Corey. I don't want them to see my face either. Okay. Although I might have broke the, the fourth wall in the last time. That's anyway. okay. Um, hey, welcome, oh, everybody. Oh, by the way, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Oh, hey, thanks for joining. Welcome. Come on in. Come on in. Stay a while. Stay a while. Um, the, I think this is episode, God, we gotta stop. 14. 13, 14. And it's, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? It's The Revenant, um, a 2015 movie by Mexican director Alejandro Inar, Inarritu. You didn't look it up like it. I did, I did, I did look you it up. You looked up the spelling of it, but you didn't look up the pronunciation of it. I think there's going to be it. interviews, there's going to be award shows, something where somebody says his name that you can get the pronunciation right. In- Inyaritu. Inyaritu. I-N-Y-A-R-I-T-U. Inyaritu. Yeah, sounds about right. So, he's great. He actually directed Birdman, which is uh, another movie that I really like. And it, it's funny because I was watching The Revenant going, I want to see the Bir- I want to see Birdman. Um, and... I looked up and they happen to have the same director. I was like, oh, okay, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. I got the vibes. Got from a little it. bit inspired by yeah. similar styles. Yep. Although, that's a really interesting thing that you can see styles be portrayed by people or by directors in movies that are so vastly different. One's sure. New York City in a huge building with multiple floors, production. Uh, I guess it's not a huge skyscraper. I don't know really how, uh, like... It's kind of like in a building. That, yeah, it, buildings that have, like, that... I think it's Broadway. Four-story tall Broadway style. Yeah. What is that? A, a stage? A theater. A theater. Uh, yeah, like, the But behind. a theater's, like, in huge skyscrapers, and they're just the bottom four floors, and everything else is all corporate. Yeah. There's kind of, like, there's kind of, like, little alleyways in the back rooms and the mm-hmm. green room, and... and What's interesting about that movie is that it's kind of shot all continuously, almost like it's one take. Right. And yeah, that just stood out. the transitions are very, like, very smooth, if there's any. Or yeah. The very few that there are, it's very, uh, it's hard for the audience to tell, to be able to see. Sure. Yeah, it's not transparent. I'm playing, like, hard cut transition scene while we watch them travel from their city to city type thing. And that's something that, um... I really appreciate about this director for The Revenant is the camera work with the way he's moving and walking or putting it on the track or whatever it is. The way he's moving the, the camera around and letting you really live in the scenes. I, I hate like shaky cam because shaky cam is um, like trick. during... It's a trick. It's dirty. Dirty trick. It's a dirty trick. Dirty, dirty trick. And most people think like for a TV show... I remember Lost, that TV show used to do this all the time. They'd have an action scene of people running. They'd just be shaky cam, shaky cam. You're not... Like, that was TV, though. Yeah. I'm sure they cut their budget a, a boatload just being able to do that. But as like, I will always state, and as I've already stated, budget does not equal... Like, you could still be really creative on a very low budget. Sure, sure. So shaky cam it's is the not... the production, or producers, for not getting directors and people who have the vision. Hey, keep it small. Yeah, keep it small. Let's small but high impact. Let's not do shaky cam. Let's let's actually just um, let's imply that the action of this scene occurred as opposed to actually showing it. Or let's do, um, I mean, there's creative ways to do it, but oh. and they they will keep coming up with new ones too. We'll be like, well, ten years later, and we're still coming up with innovation and you think technology for movies will level off? 
I don't think so. I think because um, we're gonna get into eventually. Well, we have all have VR headsets at home where we get into our thing and it comes down and we put our thing little mics so we can talk with the people watching the movie with us. You gotta get closer to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> little mics for people to. Yeah. I'm not gonna go to that point. Here. No, but the VR that's definitely gonna be. Let I mean, me that's sit back here, dude. I'm then people can't hear you. Your beautiful voice. I'm chilling. Um, but it's like the way he he worked the camera in here. It was it was beautiful opening scene. I mean, yeah, you can tell by the opening scene of him starting in the brook or in the what is that like, called? It's swamp? like a river swamp swamp area. It's the campsite where they're collecting the pelts. Right. Well, and it's the first opening scene. It's not yeah. not even where they're collecting the pelts. They're still on the hunt, shooting the the buck. Oh, right. Remember. Yeah, that was a, was a brook. Or, it was a river. No, well, that's what I mean, but you usually don't have rivers with trees. So it's almost like a swamp. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see the like actual location where they saw the shot that was. Was it on the bank of the Mississippi or somewhere along? It's like what a, river bank was it, you know? It was like Minnesota or Idaho or Wyoming. One of those, like... West. Western Northwest. cities of that time period, yeah. Yeah. But then the French were there, too. So... I'm not sure which state this took place in, but it was kind of the 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 wild west in snow. How interesting! It's never it's never said, right? We just have to assume that. I'm it's not happened. sure it's said. I mean, there's you, some... you're saying now that the French <coughs> the French was there, and the French were usually in. Canada. But then again, French French Canadians, yeah, they were like so. This might have been taking place in Canada. Maybe they were just on a visa and hunting. <laughs> I don't honey think there Indian. were visas or anything at this time. Honey Indians and in the on the reservation or something. Yeah. No. no, I you didn't do that. I, I don't know the background of what year this was or which state this was, yeah. but it's kind of you get us. We get the feel. They're trying to. They, yeah, I don't think he wants to be specific about it anyway. Um, but like while he's recording them, this the, you know the movie literally starts off with like the shot of just the trees and the water, and you just get. It's not one of those movies where like done. All right, it's starting now. It's kind of like. Oh, it's Here slow. It, Very it, methodically. You know this is going to be drawn out. Yeah. You hear the footsteps start, and then you know it gets right into it. Now you and have an Indian landscapes. Yeah. Like he shows landscapes. He shows trees. Yeah. Shows just hunters, like kind of quietly moving. Right. Actually, something interesting I, I picked up on was that they showed Leo, you uh, from his character uh, Hugh Glass is the main character's name, silently sort of walking, and then behind, and then the next person who comes in is his son, who's kind of loud, like trampling. Because his son is inexperienced, um, and his son is half Indian, um, you know. It, it his son he he uh, his family I guess his wife was killed who was an uh, an Indian Native American woman, and uh, so his son even though being half Indian is just not trained to hunt like his father has, right. and so he just Pawnee st- I think right Pawnee was it, I think it was Pawnee Indians, okay. and they they speak the same language kind of all the native americans throughout this entire right um film and hugh glass can speak right, obviously right. so yeah. um, i mean he was in a village i guess his background is that he was in a village and then in, he went somewhere and he got flashbacks. ransacked yeah he got ransacked and he came back and then there's accusations by the different characters that that's his mo- that's his like bad side is that he killed a captain of the of the army and he's like no he was about to kill my son. Like I saved my son. That's my. He's a very tragic character. Yeah. I, I say this a lot in past episodes, but it's because I'm kind of like tuned. Characters. I yeah, I kind of like it because you see this the sadness, and then they kind of get move on with it. So it it, it you have an appreciation for makes their a ability. depth for the character. Yeah, you have an appreciation for the ability to get beyond 
whatever uh, tragedy tragedy happened yeah. to them. Yeah. And it makes it that much more sad that his son is killed in the movie when he's like paralyzed. Yeah, he's yeah. essentially injured and has um, the inability to be able to protect him like he has been in the past. Yeah. And yeah. there's that constant um, kind of line or what's it called when you use like the same kind of it wasn't like a line that was specifically used but it kept flashing back to the scene of him like holding his son and bringing him back after he got burned because kind of symbols throughout yeah. the, throughout the movie is that because uh what's his name hawk hawk has like burn marks hawk is the sun yeah yeah you see him like when he when leo is in the camp holding him you know resuscitating him you see the burns on his and then when he's an adult you see the, the scars left on his face yeah but it flashes always back to the words that he was saying as he was like you know i'm here i'm here to protect you blah 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 something about like um that's kind of his mantra that he sort of says in the uh, native american language language, um that like a tree looks not sturdy because when the wind blows its branches look as if it's going to fall but it's the the base the trunk of the of the tree that keeps it it look how sturdy it is and that's that's his mantra he keeps saying to himself as he's trying to survive through the wilderness through the bear attack through um just all this shit that happens and then at the very end like getting revenge and that's um that's kind of the story of our character is survival into revenge which is you think he dies i don't think our main character dies at the end i mean it was it was kind of ambiguous whether he he sort of we're jumping straight to the end but um as always if you guys should have already have seen this yeah or go watch it like we're not what are we doing here we're not need to have our in, in our intro be like all right, this is the movie we're doing. No, dude. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about. It's just... Disclaimer for anyone who's new. Go fucking watch the movie and then come back. It's, it's kind of implied. Or listen to us if you uh, don't want to watch the movie and then maybe we'll inspire you to do Look, it. Look, I'm we thinking... We just have to say it every, every I'm episode. I'm thinking just from a consumer behavior, like, standpoint, like... You don't know consumer's behavior. Sure, I can... I can, um... Guess it. Sure. And so my guess is you're seeing an hour... I don't know how long it's going to be. We're just... This is in real time. 30 minutes. I got an appointment. 30 minutes. I got to (laughs) go. I got to (laughs) run. You just get dressed like a business suit, walk out the briefcase. You're not going anywhere. It's Saturday night, Corey. (laughs) You're just like, what? Okay, I guess I'll end it. I get undressed and go back to what I wanted to do. No, but it's, so it's like an hour and a half long, two hours long, typically for our podcast. It's over, we have a history of other movies. That's too long, boys. No, it, we could shorten it, but. You you, want to shoot. I want to do... shorten it because you keep coming with clips on the YouTube. You're like, hey, no, I, our I think pod. clips are good because I don't expect anyone to first time click on our channel and watch our video all the way through. They will if they're interested, but clips kind of bring people in on this is this is what you're getting from us. It's almost like, oh, I can consume three minutes of these guys. Oh, I like them. Let me watch the whole thing. That's sort of... You're trying to get it down to three minutes for your clips? Clips can be three to ten minutes. I mean, whatever. What do you like to watch? Um... I like long-form content. I mean, I, I could watch people talk if I like the person. Um, I think what we're selling to people is our love of movies, but then also you and me just interacting together, like our yeah, friendship. And it's probably, uh, I see all the comments, and I, try, uh, I hide yeah. them so you can't see them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. hurt your... Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I think if you're watching an hour-and-a-half-long video, a podcast or show, whatever this is, on a movie like Whatever you know is. that there's going to be spoilers like you're not like so that's that's might be some that all right yeah you know what's kind of, we should explain to people i kind of do 
the editing and the producing of it because don't tell them well no i'm just all the work no you you definitely are 50 50 i tell everyone i'm the comedic relief (laughs) you you kind of are like we need that god damn it if it was just me on this (laughs) jesus someone out there finds me interesting or they don't that's jolie's the only viewer of all of you Oh, that's she Michael! Watch Michael, yay! <laughs> she doesn't even watch it. She goes, oh, it's too long. <laughs> One day we'll look back. Even if it's just me and you on something we did, we'll look back and be happy with the having these uploaded yeah. to YouTube. I always bring a smile to my face. Like, our our jokes, they, uh... It's capturing in real time, too. Yeah. Like, stuff that just happened, yeah. we're gonna forget about, but right. now we're capturing something on... I hope that YouTube doesn't... Or, I hope that social media doesn't trend in that direction of only give me the quality and cut out the context or the, well, just like the, you know, how they do videos nowadays, like cut, 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 yeah. cut. And it's just like back to back to back to back to back of yeah. no quote dead space or a little bit of lull in your thought or you trying to put something together and you just cut that shit out and you just like, Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and it's, it's like authenticity. It's so, it, I yeah. think that's what people kind of like. I mean, at least that's what I like is, I mean, you're in our apartment. This is my room. I sleep right We're letting you in here. Yeah, we're letting you in. God I sleep right it, there. You better respect the space. Yeah, I, I, this is where I play games. I edit stuff. I Mastery. draw. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't even go. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Too far in. Go away. <laughs> It's okay, it was beeped in both. It was beeped, right, right. Um, and, I mean, this is where we live. I mean, you and I live together. Uh, I don't live in this room. I live in my You live room. in that room. Yeah, so. we don't... <laughs> we huddle up at night. No, but it's it's capturing a time... I mean, we're not going to live together forever, and we're we're going to go our separate ways, and... Um, Probably not be friends in a couple of years. Well, you know, things happen, and but we're capturing what we have now, and that's, that's authentic. That's, yeah. I mean... It's definitely a, we're bringing our friends over. It's definitely a pro in in the list of pros and cons of our pod of our show project. With what? Call it a project, the Coolman Project. Well, I you know I put up an intro that says Coolman Productions. Oh, production at, at the beginning well, that's of them. the company name, but we're doing interviews. We're doing shit talk. Is that okay? Shows, by the way, doing... just on camera. I've already asked you this off camera. But is that okay that I put Coolman Productions, even though this is you and me both doing this show? Because I'm doing other stuff with other people and some solo stuff on the doesn't on the channel. hurt my feelings that You're, much this is both just, of us just though. a little bit well how can i how can i make that up to you or i mean i'll tell you off camera okay all right <laughs> off camera behind the scenes we'll record that too oh no it's it's funny because it's like i i consider you one day to be like a producer of one of something we're going to be doing. Too much responsibility. But if it's a, a work of passion, then sure, it's... Sure, sure. How much... You know, I don't expect you to, like... I wonder what movie it would take for me Meet to with animators or editors or anything, but... <laughs> I always view myself in, like, meeting those types of people, but the first person I meet, like, cool, that's fine, get All on. Right, yeah, cool. <laughs> Just no business sense. Price like, good. Uh, I don't see any problem. Anyone else? All right. One, one day... Welcome I, aboard. I envision, like... If we ever um, get some viewers or leverage with... We have some viewers. Uh, we do. But if we can grow that to be uh, consistently, like people like what we're doing, yeah. 
then um, I see no reason why we can't just like get like um, pay artists to make interesting content. Um, this is like a five, ten year plan. I mean, this is I. I'm getting Don't an spoil em- it, dude. Well, it's I. It'd be cool. You're gonna if give I could away look- all your good ideas. That's fine. I don't. I I like to to talk about it because you can look back and and as an archive. Hey, I was saying that stuff four years ago, and now I'm doing it years or now later. Someone else is doing it and making all the money from. No, I. The internet is not about competition. It's not about like what we're doing. Talking about movies. There's hundred other channels doing it. You could have been watching. No, there's not. There's only one. No. Don't tell them about anyone else, dude. Okay. We're the only channel that talks All about right, movies. All right, I'll keep it a little bit more <laughs> internal. But... Got to make us sound special, not just chat like the rest of them. Yeah, I've, I've got more of a plan to all this. Okay. And I like where what we've done already on the few episodes that we've done. Except you want me to talk louder. I forgot. I have to you have project to a little bit more. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, you can always talk more about that or talk about the actual movie yellow is perfect yellow yeah the yellow bar that's what i'm watching the whole time i'm talking so you can make sure that it gets the yellow when i talk you just are a little bit quieter and i'm a little bit more of a loud speaker that's because i like to move when i talk so it's always coming in and coming out (laughs) anyway the revenant the revenant this is one of my favorite movies um, I'm glad that we were able to watch it. And Me too. Um, watching it the second time... I've only ever seen this movie once in theaters. You and I both went to go see it in theaters at uh, Winter Park Cinemas, the one on... Aloma. Aloma. What is it called? You can sit down? Aloma I don't know. We, Aloma. I remember we got cut off from drinking beer. <laughs> we kept ordering them. And the- Sorry, the movie's going to end in 30 minutes. You can't... What? <laughs> We only had two each. What are you talking about? We had pictures, and they we probably she, looked like she told kids. us no. Yeah. <laughs> we had two pictures. We I uh, we might have had three pictures. No, I don't think. I think we had one picture, two glasses each, and they said we couldn't order anymore because we ordered it too late or something. I just too remember late, going too late like before the movie ended. I'm not drunk yet. Like I'll be good. Like <laughs> don't tell me how to consume my alcohol. This is yeah. legal. Yeah, but they probably have some sort of. I think she just made it up. Yeah. Yeah, she just want to. We weren't rowdy or anything, but yeah. well, there was like us and maybe two or three other groups. Yeah, of yeah. two people. That was a small theater. Yeah, um, this is definitely a theater movie. You you know, it's not worth saying that now because it's not in theaters. But yeah, you, you can go watch it in theaters. You want a dark home lit, theaters? Home <laughs> theaters. We got a pretty good setup in, in our room. Some one of these days we'll we'll take a picture and give them a, a tour. Give them an apartment tour. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Too much. Get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we got a pretty good setup. I, nice big 54-inch TV screen. Low, like, it's dark out. And we can make it pretty, um, like, the sound is good. Comfortable couch. We're good. I don't think the sound's that good. The sound could be could be better. TV sound speakers. TV speakers are never going to be, mm-hmm. give you the full experience. Okay. You know? That's fair enough. Like, if you watch a big action scene or something like the Avengers, or even this one, it'd still be good to have, like, that bass and maybe some surround sound on the right side so you can hear kind of when... I want to get know, surround hear, sound like, one some day. some footsteps and stuff like that. There's yeah. just, like, that added aspect. It's not 4D, but... I probably won't pimp out the movie watching experience at this apartment, but the next apartment that we move into, maybe in October, like, dude, 
I want to get surround sound. I want to set this up, make this a thing. And, An actual theater yeah. with three seats in case Julie wants to join us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. She she loves watching movies. I got her into... She was not that big into movies, and I got her into... Yeah, watching movies. <laughs> good. All right, good. <laughs> I'm glad you ex- practiced some const- restraint. <laughs> It's so funny that, just to let everyone know, I'm trying to keep Corey, like, we, we're pretty much like this off camera too, but we gotta, like, keep it a little bit family friendly, at least a little bit. Like, it's not family friendly, I just gotta restrain myself. <laughs> the verbiage I use in normal <laughs> life is not, yeah, you and I don't okay give for a the shit internet. about, yeah, we don't care about anything, like outside of this but on camera it's oh, like that makes me hot just thinking about it Woo. <laughs> i love i watched the clip by the way of you fucking censoring my titties <laughs> that's a total what joke a fucking censor of it so just for everyone else there you go guys now you, gotta, do now you gotta do it for this I'm not gonna... <laughs> if they kick us off they I'll reassess, but it's okay. I'm not worried about this audience. <coughs> Do you know they that we watch got this movie? If they can watch someone climbing a fucking horse, a dead horse, they can watch some man titties. Climbing a dead horse. Oh, I mean, if they could watch the movie, they can watch us. Yeah, yeah, we're not. Dude, I I put that clip of from Hateful Eight, the one with the guitar smashing scene in the last in our episode about Hateful Eight, and they banned it in Austria and Germany. So, you, if you're in those countries, you can't watch the video. It's blocked. That that clip or no, our video? Our video, and t- if unless I go and remove that scene, which I don't want to, I want it, I want it in there. Um, I just recorded the screen off Netflix. Like, I played the played the video, recorded it, and just put it in our video. And it was like, how long was the scene? Less than thirty seconds. Okay. Like started off with her playing it, and then he came over and interrupted her, and 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 she's like, like, no, 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 and boom, and then her reaction, her genuine. Like, as we were talking about it. So, but Why they, would you do that? Yeah. What's no, they, wrong with you, John? No, they clipped it. They clipped it pretty quick. Yeah, the only thing I... I guess we should have gone back and... I, I, I want to go back and watch that just to see, like... Because you brought it up, but the scene had already passed and it was moving on. And we looked at each other and we're like, oh, you remember that little tidbit information we learned? Yeah. But I, didn't, I don't remember specifically what her face was like. And then well, they cut. if you want to, you can go... Unless you're in... Austria, you can, go, you can go back and watch Austria it. Austria where? Austria or Germany. That's okay, they don't speak English. Though. They don't speak English, they're not watching us. Any German fans out there? <laughs> We're sorry. We sorry. Love I love you. Subscribe. It's on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta set that all up. Um, but anyway, so it's one of my favorite movies, The Revenant, and re-watching it the second time, I'll tell you, not to be negative on it but this was one of the downsides is that it's it's a very slow movie and you and i watched it on a weekday started at 10 30 p.m like it's it's kind of like all right i kind of already know what's going to happen let's 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 get it going it's two and a half hours long but it's a beautiful movie but i was like okay i i the first time i watched it was the most impactful and i thought it was an awesome movie and i still think it's an awesome movie i would give it a five out of five um what you said that's that's why when you were like you know do we want to do a little bit prep before this video there's not much to say that hasn't been said you know if you've seen this movie before you know that it's a long drawn out deliberate journey and adventure of what happens to glass 
Yeah. And, and it's nothing crazy. It's not like a twist ending. Or... But it's not like, yeah, there's not going to be anything hidden. Mm-mm. There's no, like, references that are going to be made. There's not going to be Easter eggs. There's not going to be something to going back and looking at it again besides. Not like Inception. Yeah. yeah which... Unless you have an appreciation for that type of deliberate movie and grade A performance from an award-winning winning now actor. Yeah, you got the Academy Award for this. Yeah, and a nominated supporting actor, Tom Hardy. Yeah, and the great other supporting actors as well, and high production value. He got a budget of sixty million. So sixty, right? Sixty million originally from Fox, I think. Yeah, because remember that it started off, and I started singing the jingle. I don't remember that. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and so $60 million is budget. Yep, and then at the end of it, they had got already to $133 million. He went way over budget. Yeah. One day he was like, I want to spend, I want to shoot this in chronological order. It'll cost $7 million extra. And they're like, nope. So we couldn't do it like that. And he ended up going over budget anyway. But they made $500 million back. So. Yeah. Yeah, so this movie was a smash hit. Yeah. Yeah. And it got, obviously, nominated, awards, recognized. a smash hit. Five hundred million dollars? Yeah, that's return on investment. Sure, that's a smash because that's that's like a I category. It could go from blockbuster to smash to greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I I guess you're right. It's not like Marvel. How Endgame. much did Avengers? Yeah, how much did Avengers make? A billion. A billion? I mean, I'm guessing probably. And it beat Avatar before that. And Avatar had like eight hundred. So the, yeah, uh, it wasn't Titanic the uh, third. Titanic now is the third, but the the time it was like the most movie it broke right. records in 1998 eight. um but then and then what was the next movie after that was it avatar avatar which is the same director james cameron and then what beat what that a rich guy Ooh. He's studios love him drowning in it yeah he literally like some people are like i have too much money i don't know he literally walks in his house and i can't breathe there's too much money <laughs> dude i that would be awesome. Remember the old videos of Scrooge and DuckTales and stuff? Yeah. And you remember Scrooge diving into his fucking Into his gold? Yeah. yeah. He was just that. slimming around it? Yeah. That's as James kid, Cameron? I, as a kid, I was just like, <laughs> I want a little bit of that. Just yeah. to be a little. Yeah, but your actions don't match your in- ambition. No, I just want him to give it to me. I don't you want just, to, Oh, you don't want don't to earn, want to earn it. it. Right. Got it. Right. Okay. Well... With that pretty face, you could probably do it. Probably. Someone will come along. And That's just... my goal in life. Dude, you get so many opportunities just by being nice to people that, like... No one has any business. <laughs> yeah, like... Like, you were looking for a job a couple months ago, and you just, like, found it. Like, <laughs> really? I was like, how did you get one so quick? Like, I don't know. I just kind of talked to someone. Yeah, I start on Monday. What? <laughs> and you're, like, best friends with everybody there. <laughs> Her first day was like, hey, yeah, I'm a coworker now. Hey, oh, I know you. And yeah. I had to tell, they had to tell multiple people to, like, not distract me. <laughs> but then my first week was like, hey, let him do his thing. They didn't, come, they didn't come tell me, though. They didn't come tell me to, like, hey, you gotta make no. sure you focus a little bit more. It's like talking to other people. Hey, you know better. Get back to task. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but that would be, that's the only negative thing that's not even a negative. It's just like... What was I, the negative? Just that it was... It's kind of on the second... Too slow? Second, I can't third, believe you're saying that. Fourth rewatch. See, I actually like that about it. So, so why do you think it's a negative then? 
because I just sort of recognized that the rewatchability of Hateful Eight, like I could sit down and watch Hateful Eight over again and love it, and I probably would like it almost like increasingly each time I watch it. I just love Tarantino movies in that way. Inception, I definitely got something out of watching it again, third or fourth time, and in a fast movie with visuals, <coughs> it's more interesting. But The Revenant, the first time you watch it, it's probably good enough. You probably get everything you want out of the first time if you pay attention and it's not a movie I could watch over and over and over again. Is there a theater that shows old movies? Not old movies, like, as in, you know, yeah. 80s and 70s, but shows old, good in the theater setting? movies in a theater setting. I don't... I'm sure there is. Sure, in L.A. I'm, in I L.A., there's, there's tons in of them. In New old. York. But Maybe, yeah. Why isn't there a bigger... Uh, uh, there probably just isn't an audience draw for it. Really? Pro- I mean, Like, probably. if you threw something that came out... You know, like Matrix. Throw it on the big screen again. 20 years later. That'd be an event. You yeah. can make all of them an event. Hey, we're going to be doing this for once a night for two weeks. Two weeks later, we're going to do another big blockbuster awesome movie in the movie setting again. Like that Aloma thing where you can get food and come and it's a little bit more fun. You don't have to be the, the like timid... Well, not. I guess this is more my perspective. Yeah. I have to be a little bit more timid and quiet and like anticipate anticipatory of the new movie that I've never seen before in a, in a theater setting. It's kind of an investment to go watch new movies. Like, yeah. oh, for example, I um, I went last night to go with Jolie to go watch uh, Birds of Prey. It's a new movie that's out. It's That's the Harley Quinn movie. Oh, okay. So this is a sequel, you could say, to Suicide Squad. And, you know, we paid... We paid... That's what the movie is called? Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. about Harley Quinn? Like, legitimate Joker sidekick? Yeah, oh. it's a Harley Quinn movie okay. with Margot Robbie. About in the DC universe? Does it come in the DC? DC universe, but uh, I'm hesitant to spoil. You know what? I uh, can I just say spoilers because the movie is. Well, tell them. Don't tell me. Well, I, I, then I won't tell you much about it. Can I give you my review, my zero through five on it? Sure. Or sure. awful. <laughs> this movie fucking blows. <laughs> One out of five. <laughs> And I came in optimistic. Yeah. I like DC. Did you I can watch DC. the trailer at all? Nope. No trailers. So nothing. You, yeah, no info to go on besides showing up to the theater and be like, oh, let's pick uh, no, we, Birds of Prey. We, we both knew that the movie was coming out. We knew it was Harley Quinn. Uh, I like Margot Robbie. I think she's an excellent excellent actress. Hot! Hot. So hot. She's 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 on my top ten, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. she's. He said not to be my phone, but I'm going to go look at my top oh, This is worth it. This is so. worth it. Margot, Margot Robbie great actress too she's just so such a like a cool person on screen except in this movie she sucked oh no oh awful performance it must be the direction that they that they wanted her to go into because she was good in suicide squad i mean everyone loves harley quinn from suicide squad right like she was a badass looked hot crazy very like she was on movie posters and she kind of was in the like there was reddit threads about her there was um you know cool character right so but how I'm they sure screwed up? I'm sure that's why they even got the green light to yeah. make, uh, you know. So it's female writer of the movie. I don't remember her name, like Elizabeth something. Female director. I think it was Kathy Yan was her name. I've never heard of her. And then all-female cast, which is great if it's a good movie. It just sucked. The directing sucked. The action sucked. The And I was let down. But the point I was going with that is it. I mean, we paid $30 to go out on a Friday night. We got some dinner. We walked around. We got sat in the theater. 
you know, we're looking forward to a good night. And the movie kind of sucked. And yeah. it's like, that's an investment that... It's it, like going to see fireworks and there's like... Yeah. The grand finale shit. Ugh. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're, wa- you're wasting your time. Literally a hundred better than me. And so if you're going to go to a theater to watch like an old movie, like at least when you, you know that it's a good movie, good experience. And that's kind of, I think that's what you were so- sort of saying with investing your time into... And it's well, expensive to go see a movie now. And it's also 20 years old. How many kids do you think nowadays know of The Matrix, may have watched it when they're younger, you know, as a 20-year-old, as a 15-year-old, 10-year-old, it's still a profound, just as a profound movie as when I was 10, Yeah, I think. No, it's not The like, Matrix is still impactful oh, yeah. to the culture now. Right. Like, if you the had The technology theater, yeah. and the ability of the... It holds it may up. Not, it may not be as good as some of the stuff that's coming out now, like... Uh, homecoming effects like, wise right people are like but, oh homecoming was amazing not uh, far from home far from home far was from amazing home. dude check out these special effects it's like it's i still like the matrix movie. yeah the matrix matrix is a better yeah. movie yeah. um yeah i think you're, i think you're exactly right that the a theater that kind of does that is the enzian yeah but they do like cult classics <laughs> they do they'll have um like pre-90s movies yeah they do they but they're it's a movie theater that's sort of an art house movie theater. They have one screen. Oh, it's an art house movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's kind of a restaurant bar. Um, it was actually in the neighborhood I used to live in. Um, and it was just at the front entrance and then behind is all the houses. And so you go there and hang out and they have uh, like they have week-long program, like summer tr- um, camp for kids that are aspiring movie directors. And they'll, they'll have expensive camera equipment and they'll teach kids how to direct scenes and they'll make mini movies and um that's kind of cool and i, I like I all that. that i have the mind of a of you a probably child. fit in yeah, yeah. you you have this you gonna make jokes with them come on timmy <laughs> let's go do it no one's named timmy in 2020 dude no one dude that's namesist <laughs> namesist uh but yeah i mean they they, they show modern movies that get the they showed uncut gems for a couple weeks. Uh, they showed Lady Bird. That was okay. kind of sort of like indie films that are right. the biggest indie films. They'll show those. Um, you can show up and see the foreign language short films that are nominated for Academy Awards. So one time I sat in the theater for like two hours and they had they played just short films that were twenty oh, yeah, minutes long. Yeah. I, I was and, there with that. Oh, did we go? Yeah, we we go to a lot of movies together. Um, not I would hope rec- so. Not recently, but um, there hasn't been too many good things that came out recently. I guess you didn't have you just didn't have a chance to watch the Joker when I was able to. So yeah, we we didn't line up with that one. Um, or maybe you said you were going to go see it with Jolie, and I was going with. Other I did friends. go. See, I did go see it with Jolie. You saw it before me. Did I see it with my family? I don't remember who. I think you went to go see it with friends, but I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but we had. I mean, we have certain memories of like. From the year 2013 to 2018, you and I went to go see a lot of movies together. Uh, less so now for... I mean, you and I are watching lots of movies together for this show, which I enjoy. I, sometimes the fun is like setting a movie, say we're going to watch that, we're going to reminisce on it, and then just getting on mic and talking about it. It's like it's a per- It doesn't feel like work, and yet we get to produce something for the people out there i'll let them know that there's always that uh pre jitters yeah butterflies in your stomach before show but like like most experiences in life as long as you can just make the jump 
get in the water it warms up skydive you'll enjoy it yeah yeah hard work will pay off i we hope to get deliver over the, a get good over the product. hump of like not wanting to just do it yeah it's easier if we don't make a show like this but the things i want out in of 10 life, years we'll look back and be like no we should have in 10 years yeah. now we can look back and be like it failed yeah too bad yeah i've been doing lots of i've been doing lots of sketching <laughs> and i'm you didn't catch that, such did you? Well, no <laughs> i said it failed <laughs> in 10 years we're gonna be famous what are you talking about come on yeah get on it quicker mike but uh tighten up it's 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 just like i'm such a shit artist but i i enjoy looking at other people's art and i'm like what if i could just make my own art in whatever way that i like it and it's just a practice you got to be bad and so you and me filming i don't know if we're bad we have good chemistry i think that's what that's what the few people that with the 26 views that we have on our other videos that's what people Total. appreciate <laughs> yeah no we have we have a couple videos that um reach up there to we should have a count we should have a days uh, you know most workplaces days since last accident we can have our total views of videos just in the background of yeah. our recording but it's it's more than zero and it's more than if we didn't do it and most of them are me but that's okay that's whatever <laughs> whatever all my fake accounts that i made all right we'll give a view yeah to subscribe <laughs> like 14 cory one cory two <laughs> cory three i want to be so obvious dude nah <laughs> Um, huge, huge, uh, <laughs> never mind. Huge dingus or Another something. filter. All right. Moving on from that point. Um, but the movie itself, I, I think we, when we first started to do this, we started to like go through the entire movie with Midsummer. We went almost scene by scene throughout the entire movie. We realized that wouldn't that it, take this long in this movie. It, it wouldn't. Yeah, like, We'd be missing out on Indian attack trek through the california looking jungle forest okay bear attack uh, bear attack uh trek back to well saving glass and then trying to bring him along oh that's true and then and then abandoning the him killing his son yep burning him almost half alive him waking up and then there's like three points as he gets back to civilization yeah and then and then glass surviving and recovering a little bit catching food little by little uh escaping from more indians finding a church like an abandoned church that wasn't real oh that was that might have been oh was it a memory i don't know and then was it real where he's hugging that tree is that yeah that's right yeah it was kind of it was it's kind of funny because he's, he's actually a tree out. hugger in real life. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Love you, Leo. Love you, Leo. Um, and then it's actually a good thing to be a tree hugger now. It, depending on who you ask, for if you ask us, yeah. I registered as a Democrat um, a couple days ago, so we could vote in twenty twenty. I'm now registered as a Republican. A libertarian and a Democrat, somewhere out there. <laughs> I've been a Democrat. I was a Democrat in Tennessee and a Democrat here. Yeah, I was in. Last year you were. Uh, I was registered as a libertarian at four one years point. ago. You were registered as the libertarian and yeah, you still voted for Clinton, right? Yes, okay. I have only voted Democrat in my life. Okay. I tend to lean that way, even though they're silly. 
even though they, as a party, they kind of suck. And you can't, you can't even call yourself a Democrat. I would consider myself liberal, but it's not, like, I don't, I'm not in D.C. I'm not part of the Democrat Party. Like, I have no Democrat party, party affi- affiliation. huge thing that's really slow to move and really way behind on times, whereas we're 30-something-year-olds living yeah. in modern life with social media and yeah. society around us. That I don't think about politics. Yeah. I think about, like... Individual things that impact you, other things that don't impact, leave that to the people that it impacts. Just yeah. let them deal with it. The problem is, then you do that, and they screw all these things up and send us to war, and... Well, no, I'm, yeah. ta- I'm talking about people who have issues, like... Issues that don't necessarily affect us mm-hmm. in any of our... Like, we don't... We're not going to have children ourselves. We're not going to have babies. Yeah. We shouldn't be talking about abortion. Leave that to... Really? Women. Yeah. Let them do it. If you want to talk about, like, like you and me talking about abortion, we're just trying to project what we think about stuff. It's It doesn't actually it's affect merely our opinion, which yeah. almost holds no water because yeah. we never are going to experience it and we don't have really any say in it, especially about anyone else's, yeah. much less maybe Jolie's future baby. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. She's sneaking into the conversation. <laughs> when we have a kid... That, what? Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Like, we were walking in a, in a store the other day, and she's like, oh, look at this little baby outfit. so cute. And I was like, wait, I thought you don't want kids. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I'm 27. Young man. Anyway, well, congratulations for joining the real party. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord's party. <laughs> I think that's the, the GOP. <laughs> um, but then, it's like, I think it's important to vote for your president, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't complain about the president. You should vote as much as you can, as much as you're informed about. Don't just blanket vote because it's your party. Make sure you're, if you're voting, be informed. Mm-hmm. So don't, but I would also Watch say, debate. Like, don't vote if you're not informed. If you don't know who these people are or what they stand for locally, statewide or something, I mean, well, you obviously you don't know everything about them, but try to get as much information as you can before you just show up and vote instead of... I don't pay attention to anything. I don't know who this is, but they have the big blue D, and I'm gonna vote that one. That yeah, thing, that's that obviously, yeah. obviously. I think I think our younger people don't care about party as much. I would say I would say there's a pretty large percentage of the population that just votes straight down the line. Yeah, and they don't take any time to figure out. I don't vote that way. I don't. And I that's and I I can only hope that other people don't, but. That's the <clears throat> that's the assumption I'm making about um, modern Americans. Most people aren't informed. Like, I'm I'm sometimes one of them until a week before elections. Like, all right, gotta study. All right. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what were we? Uh, how did we get on politics? I don't know. We were talking about the revenant, and then uh, just finishing <laughs> up, finishing up a few. Of the, but then. Uh, oh, we were just doing the breakdown. If yeah, we, if and then we he, could, he survives and gets. He gets chased by a couple people, gets saves saved, saves an Indian girl. Uh, gets saved by an Indian guy, eats some buffalo. Okay, you're, yeah, eats some buffalo, and then he finds another, the French group that has the Powaka. Powaka, the Pawnee Indian the, prisoner. Yeah, kind of the chief has so The chief's daughter, right? Is it the chief? He's never... He's like a chief. He looks like a chief, but I feel like sometimes... He's the leader of the tribe. I don't necessarily think that. He has that, 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 that So energy. I want to assume about uh, that kind of, that time period and kind of that tribe mentality is if one person in your tribe needs help doing something, 
everyone in the tribe is going to rally around you if you're persuasive enough or charismatic enough about it to get people to follow you that you don't necessarily have to be the tribe leader in order to get people to help you sure he might just be an influencer in, influence he just might influential be an, yeah exactly he just might be one of the oldest people he yeah. might he have a little bit of pull but he can just make a a, a call and be like will anyone help me rescue my prisoner yeah and daughter? so that's why they invaded yeah. to steal the pelt so they right. could trade so they can it really in in yeah. efforts to find his daughter right and leo ends up helping to find the daughter returning her to the tribe and then he goes back to uh, the the fort, the base, and then gets his revenge on um, the guy who left him and killed his son. And that's mm. that's pretty much the movie. So the French guys that Leo found with Powaka, yeah, were the same guys, were the same French guys that the original chief traded the first for the horses yeah no because he goes to those french people the first time he's like i need horses and guns to go find my daughter but powaka's not with them yeah she i i because you, the Indian, you bring up a good point i, I don't because the french guys said they went and took revenge on the on the village the indian village for taking their horses and that's how that's why they got powaka yeah you're right i don't remember i'm pretty sure the french people had powaka because that that guy that was doing the trades ends up like raping the daughter and then Leo kills yeah. him. He doesn't kill him. He's he puts a gun up and then she turns around and stabs him. She cuts his balls off. And they show that just barely. <laughs> yeah. They just it's like, just like this and there's a bunch of blood in his yeah, pants. Because yeah. he already had his pants down. Yeah. And then they steal a horse and GTFO. Yeah. Yeah. She runs away, he steals a horse. Sure. Okay. I don't know how she got away. They're all shooting at him. But she gets back to her tribe. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he gets to the village, and Fitzgerald has been there the whole time, kind of chilling on the on the company time, and then runs away after he hears that Glass is back. Yep. And then uh, Glass takes revenge. Yep. What a badass revenge story. Summarized in ten sentences or less. Yeah, and that's <laughs> there's not. I mean, that's kind of the beats of the story, and yeah. then. It's not about that. It's about the shots in between, the cinematography. It's about how Leo looks with his eyes and acts and a lot of grunting and, and, and uh, it's crawling like a long, on the ground. It's a long-winded book style. You know, when, there's, when there's too much, almost. Well, okay, I shouldn't say too much. When someone is overly descriptive in a book about scenes and surroundings and describing... Sure the details of things that are not necessarily pertaining to the main character or the story or pushing it further. It's just literally, we're going to take a spot. We're going to take a stop right here in this story of the book. And we're going to paint you a picture of what is around. And <laughs> some people don't like reading that type of stuff. It's like, no, let's get to the next I thing. Think, I think a, a general audience might find this movie slow and boring. Right. And yeah. you're just not, it's not meant for you. If you right. think that if you watch a movie to be entertained constantly, this is not the movie for you. Yeah. This is for, more like you and me, like movie buffs, that just we appreciate a really well shot, just tight movie that is quality every- over quantity. Yes. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need a lot of scenes, a lot of different cuts, a lot of different points in order to keep me interested. There's the subtlety here has kept kept me. It lets you sink in, mm-hmm. and it does it so many ways by just showing 
uh, snow and rain and water like falling off. I of the was trees. eating noodles during the bear fight. Yeah. And then I remembered that it was going to be a bear fight, and I was like, chopsticks, made noodles in my mouth, and I just kind of froze while the fight was happening. Like this is amazing. I finally like closed my mouth, and I remembered I had noodles, and I, and I like put the bowl down for a second, like I watched the rest of the fight. Dude, that fucking bear scene is so long. It's it was longer than it was than I remember it being. Yeah, I remember being like, "Holy shit!" I mean, this is like a fight. They, it, at the beginning, it shows him like, he he hears a rustle, and then the small little cubs, he sees them, and he he kind of startled, and he looks at him, points a gun. And he sort of like looks behind him, and the camera's following behind him, and he's and then all of a sudden the the mama bear just charges him, and he gets pummeled and bitten on. It's so it's so in hit Leo's face, like it's a very close. I'd pay fight money scene. to go watch the recording of that scene, because obviously it's not a real bear. No, bear. it's a CGI bear, but it looks amazing. Yes, yeah, but and it's like CGI'd on top of his actions that are already being done. Was yeah. he a ragdoll? Was there someone else taking his place? Because it was funny. We were in the river. <laughs> we were at the river scene. Which river? That's scene? not Leo. Oh, that's Leo. Oh yeah. Oh, that's not Leo. Yeah, that's Leo. <laughs> we were we were trying to spot when they used a stunt actor or they used actually him because there was a couple scenes where he's in like <clears throat> rapids and they show it and it's clearly. Do Leo. we even know if there was a stunt used? I'm sure there was stunt. Man so used. I read I'm that, sure there was. I, I quickly grazed over the Wikipedia. Yeah. And a lot of the extras, a lot of the crew, and the actors complained about the conditions of the recording. They would go to remote locations. It'd spend forty of the day. 20% of the day getting there, and yeah. you need 20% of the day to get back. Yeah. So 40% of your day is lost before you even get to record back. Sure. Yeah. Because the conditions were so remote. And Leo was like, "It's there was like 40, there was 20 scenes specifically who point to the hardest movie he's ever had to film, whether he thinks he's got it, gotten hypothermia or the things he was eating on set and all this stuff. And, and this is like the hardest movie he's ever it's shot. Not, yeah, it's not even like an interview with the director or those actors to be like, tell us about the movie making process. It's just... Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I'm I mean, sure it got a lot, more, a lot and more intense. They had to. I kept saying this too. Like you have to choose the time of day. Like we can only shoot when the sun is in this spot and uh, almost sun, like in between. Sunset. All right, guys, the snow melted. See you next year. Yeah, yeah. They had to, and there were so many scenes where it was like the snow had to be untouched for much of the of of. And how do you shoot a scene? Because movie sets, they get everything gets jumbled and everything. I mean, like there's lots of production crew. There's hundreds of people behind the camera getting things ready. Well, costume. I told you this during the movie. They send out scouts. Yeah. Like someone last year went to Wyoming mountains, scouted out. All right, this is gonna be a good shot. This is what I think. I my best friend. It's like if you wanted to shoot a movie, you would send me out. Yeah. To go scout yeah. some remote location, some picturesque scenes, and be like. This, this could be used, we could use this, if we're, you know, this is the idea that we have filming, we've spent a year behind the scenes to develop kind of the storybook side of, now we're in the process of, alright, what location are we going to shoot, yeah. what specific areas can we use, and then when you show up to the site, you already know, like, alright guys, the scene is over there, about 20 yards, yeah. no one fucking go over there no until one, we're ready to no go. No one walk through, I don't want tracks yeah. in my shot. Right, like, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, It's the, interesting because you see it in other movies that don't take the time to pre-plan like that because you'll see it's tight shots tracks. you'll see the tracks of the tires and there's like two tracks in front of it or the horse is walking along it's like uh no they've this is the, this second. Is the fourth take <laughs> yeah yeah Th none of that here yeah i mean 
I'm, I'm not sure it was if it was a whole movie of just single takes. I don't right. think so. I, they must have had some, but um, there was a very, <coughs> it was a very wide lens, and so they, they just the movie itself takes in a whole lot. Like the sides of the screen contain lots of information, and so if you're filming something like that, you there are also lots of like turning around and showing everything, and that's very difficult to shoot. And they did it excellently here i mean the camera work was awesome the cinematography the way the shots looked sun coming through the shots was it was oh, yeah. perfect you lighting to bring up the uh <clears throat> at one point i think it's right after the bear attack leo breathes out one of the bear i think it was after the bear attack or very soon after the camera gets real close to leo's face just to bring it's uh, tense, yeah. The tenseness and just the, the rawness of like what just happened to him in whatever situation it was. And he breathes on the camera lens. So the lens that you're watching on the movie theater is kind of like up, fogged right? up like you're in a car. And uh, they sit on it for like five seconds. And then the transition is is to... Uh, it's a clean cut, but it's to a foggy screen as well. But this time it's um, clouds from the and landscape it's a far off it's a far off shot of like the mountain and you got yeah. the sun behind it and the hills kind of or the clouds rolling over this mountain but it's foggy into the, it's a the great transition yeah. you know from the intense up yeah. close to just gently moving you to the landscape establishing <clears throat> shot it's not it's not jarring to your vision either. yeah like if you it doesn't like take you out like some transitions literally like all right, well, now we're not in that scene anymore. Now I remember where I am. I'm now a real person in a theater instead of this kind of scene, like, doesn't let you think that or prevents you from being able or prevents you from falling into that kind of trap of, like, yeah. oh, this, yeah, I made a movie. He keeps you in the, he yeah. keeps you, he keeps your attention. Yeah. Keeps just, you engaged. Just. Without un- you noticing. Yeah. Exactly. And, that's and it's transitioning a scene. It's pushing it forward. It's not very slow pace. And then you just get a cut and you just have that. And it, it's, it, I appreciate that subtle direction. Just guide me through this movie. Um, the scenes that were intense were very intense. The fighting, the the, the use of music was um, not overt, yeah. but it was it was there. Um, even like chase scenes at the very end of there, it's two guys t- tired as shit trudging through the snow, chasing after each other. They made that exciting, and. If you look at the face of it, they could have had really flat shots of just two men chasing each other, and it wouldn't have been that exciting. But the way they filmed it with both of them in the in the scene, it, it, the the locations helped. Oh yeah, do that. Oh yeah, even better when you have little trees covered in snow. This is not a set. It's literally out in yes. the hills and brooks of Wyoming, and the snow's about to melt in a couple of weeks, and you know, you just have this perfect set already. You don't have to forge something new in Los Angeles in order to capture this shot. Yeah. You literally just go out and It would do be it. easier to, to shoot this on a film set with green screen. And, you know, like the movie 300 does that and it's kind of cool or whatever, but this is not stylized. Well, the style of the movie was very real and was very raw. Very raw and very, you're out in nature and raw. You can, you can, uh, you could see Leo's like. <laughs> Like breath, uh, they're they're struggling. I mean, it's it's oh, yeah. cold as shit out yeah. there. I mean, that's why I said he's like sometimes I 
felt like I had hypothermia just because I'm swimming in a fucking frozen lake. Yeah. Like actually, actually, you in see there. those gifs and videos of like the Russians getting in their swimming pools in Russia. It's like, oh, that's fun. They must be used to that. Dude, Leo lives in L.A. You think he just <laughs> travels to Wyoming for fun? Ah, let me get on the lake with full clothed leather and try and swim. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, he looked like he was suffering a lot. I hope of he got. I got, hope he got compensated. He got an Academy Award for it. Okay, so he got compensated. How much is that worth? I don't know if that's worth any money, but the recognition. <laughs> I mean, you go down in history. It's worth work in the future. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's never going to be out without a job. Yeah. He gets to choose whichever movie he wants to go into. I think he ha- always has. He, he probably. He's been there for a couple of decades. And he's chosen really good ones. Yeah. Yeah. I like Leo as an actor. I think he's awesome. Um, so, like, the bear scene was just intense. Really, that was just an awesome... That's what, that's what the movie's kind of known for. It just goes on and on and on. Like, you think the fight's over, it's a solid, the bear what, goes like away. Five minutes? Oh, yeah. Seven minutes? Oh, yeah, it's a long time. Of a bear fight that in real time probably would have lasted no cuts. 30 seconds? No. Yeah, no, no, but you say the bear fight might have in real life lasted 30 seconds. It might last five to seven minutes in the way that they shot it. Mm-hmm. Like, the bear comes over, sniffs him, he's kind of like trying to act dead. You could tell in his eyes he's like terrified. And then the, the bear like chomps on his shoulder, and then the special effects or the practical effects i should say it looks like i mean pits bit, uh, bits of his muscle are kind of like flying out blood's kind of spurting he's like ah you know he gets his gun he's he's reaching for it and he shoots uh, the bear in the face and then the bear charges him and they finally gets the knife and starts stabbing the bear and then they fall down and the whole scene it was they were going from left to right and it, it just so well done and it's such an intense fight and we think he's he's dead for sure but of course he got that's kind of the, the, the hook bear of the falls movie and <clears throat> the bear falls on top of him and you're like well i guess that was uh leo's yeah final battle of this movie I, what no, else we, is the story gonna everyone, be about everyone the first time knew. you watch it you know yeah but everyone kind of knows that's that's the hook of the movie is this guy gets attacked by a bear and he survives it but it still feels i wonder how much the trailer revealed about that a lot I remember the trailers for this movie. Was it the bear yeah. fight? Yeah, they showed the bear fight. Like, they showed the bear jumping on him. Yeah, fucking trailers, dude. I hate trailers. Gotta have them. People, you want people to show up to your movie? Yeah, for the for the sheep of the, the rest plebes. of the people. For the rest of you watching. Yeah, you guys go watch. Don't the watch trailer. trailers. Just look no, up directors. Don't watch the trailer because otherwise you won't be interested in movies. No, just go watch. All go you sheep. Be like us. Choose which movies. Oh, this is coming out. I don't want to know anything about it. I'm going to go watch that movie. Or don't watch it and then watch it in Redbox. But the, don't get it ruined for you because trailers you have, have to give you more. Do you have a source of uh, information as far as what movies are coming out? Do you check regularly? Or no. I, you're it's, just like sometimes you put your hands on the pulse and see what you hear. And... I, you know, it comes to you. It finds its way. Like, I know... Um, Christopher Nolan has a movie coming out called Tenet. I've seen trailers in that, like I was watching Birds of Prey and a, a trailer came on. It was a quick teaser. I know I'm going to go see it. You don't have to, I don't care who's in it. I don't care what it's about. I don't care about the story. That's because you know Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan's going to deliver. Or Keanu Reeves doing John Wick. I knew I was going to watch John Wick. John Wick 4 is coming out. I'm going to go watch John Wick. Did I don't you even... watch John Wick 1 in theaters? Uh, I don't. I didn't see one in theaters. No, but I knew I was gonna watch it, and I saw two and three in theaters. Three is on HBO, by the way. 
I'll rewatch it. I, I've seen it two times, once recently. Recently? Yeah. Uh, in the past Joey. three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should do a review on that one. No. No? Bang, 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 bang. All right. Cut. Okay. Just go. That's that's a movie that's not really going to have too many talking. That's points. one of the best action movies of all time. Sure. But that's what we can say about it because that's how much we know about fucking action movies. No, I know a lot about and action, action movies. In general, like, there's not much to be said. What if we were muted? What if this thing, ah, how long? An hour, an and hour? we just have no, no, no. We're no good. audio. We're good. We're good. We got we're audacity good. on too. Yeah, I got audacity okay. going. There we go. <clears throat> nice. Yep. Quick little midway midpoint check. Actually, we're probably gonna wrap this up here quick. Yeah, we're not gonna spend tons of tons of more time. Already, we already took an hour of your time. We're so sorry. Get back ah. to whatever. Get back to your lunch or ah. to work after your lunch. Um. You want to say some notes? Oh, yeah. You said you used, when you were pre-chat, you used lawless land. Yeah. I just, I, I agree with you, but I don't think it was lawless because you have the captain, you have the fort. What was lawless is the wild around. Okay. Everywhere else. And it's not something that's antiquated either because nowadays you have land that is not populated, that is very remote. Same shit could go down. You'd have someone be trapped. You have no way to save them. Someone is responsible for them. And if they, if they just leave them out there, modern day technology is not going to give you the the advantages to be like, oh, they're alive or yeah, but don't you what think, they said is false. Don't like, you think the hunting party going out and like hunting stuff and collecting pelts... And then having Indians ransack your oh, sure. your the, camp, all that is kind of time. The foreign invaders part, stuff like that. But I mean, the I guess more specifically in regards to the story is, if someone gets injured out there and you're in a group, and you just happen to run into another, you know, maybe locals that are out there, very isolated as well. Yeah. You know, if they if they don't if they, if they're if you're not welcome, you know, they could kill you and then your friends have to watch over you and you're about to die and your friends are just like right. all right well we're gonna leave but and he died but actually they abandoned him and you know all these yeah but it's almost like that hateful eight frontier justice yeah. rules apply right. it's like who's gonna stay like we gotta abandon this guy and right. leave him behind and you know i it's kind of period dependent yeah like it's only they their, their guns well, jam there's still up frontier justice in like rural areas i feel like too okay so yeah no, that's a, that's a good point. Don't assume that I I don't I try not to assume that all modern day society is law lawed. Yeah, you're right. the The law doesn't reach every aspect of society. Like it could, this could have you modern have police day that are part of a city, and you yeah. have police that are part of a small community. But you go farther and farther away from those types of hubs of of population, the less people are caring about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the less uh, accountability you have as far as what actions you are, what you're doing, like, you could still have a survival story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in today's like yeah. with a guy with a gun, hunter with the tracking capabilities, mm-hmm. who gets mauled mm-hmm. and has to fight his way through and get a revenge on uh, the guy who killed his son in the woods. Yeah. And then the Fitzgerald, uh, which is played by Tom Hardy, the way he gets away with murder and just doesn't, he just kind of lies about it and he gets away with it for most of the movie. He gets paid for it. Yeah, he gets paid exactly like. Um, 
Yeah. It's kind of like CEOs. CEOs? Yeah. I don't... I don't think CEOs are that evil. In general. That's the business side of me. <laughs> Their decisions affect thousands of people. Um... I was going to mention about motivations of each characters, like what motivates them. Should I go into that a little bit? No. Okay. Uh, the motivations of Glass is that uh, it's to survive, obviously, and then to get revenge. And he has respect for the land. Uh, he also has respect for the natives. And so those two are kind of uh, closely aligned that, obviously, Native Americans treat the land. They have res deep respect for the land. And they wouldn't go in and hunt animals to get their pelts to bring them to a town or a city to sell the pelts. If they do do that, that's out of necessity for the tribe. It's not because uh, they don't respect people. And so there was a scene in one of the Visions flashbacks where they had a, a stack of skulls of the... I don't know what animal it was. Was it a moose or um, caribou? Some kind of cattle, yeah. Yeah, and so it, it was stacked up really high... And Leo was kind of looking at that. And to me, that sort of says that that's almost like Western society, the European settlers that have no respect for the ecosystem and they just want to kill stuff so they can collect it. All, <clears throat> all success stands on the shoulders of those who have failed. Whether that's success in the money that you got or in the pelts that you got, you stand on the skulls of people who didn't get the, the pelts and the skulls and the animals themselves. Like, that's the price that you pay. That's the... That's the trade-off is you get the reward, but there was a cost. And it may not be a cost to you. It's a cost to everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in total contradiction of how Native Americans um, like kept themselves in North America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have, like, they know, they've lived in the land for centuries. They know the ecosystem, yet you come in, like, outside settlers come in and fuck everything up and you know very again very tragic story of what was done to the native americans and it's a dark time in u.s history and so he is a single man trying to right some of those wrongs and like he has a, a deep appreciation for nature and tracking like at one point he has a stick and he's all injured and everything he just is tracking the the moose going through the water and and you know that's that's how he thinks and, and so much of this is not given to us through dialogue it's just through his actions that we can see his motivations yeah and that's good acting and that's good directing what a cheat we got when we invented guns <clears throat> yeah. that's the ultimate cheat code for for society you know that native americans kicked our ass like like european settlers came over they kicked everybody's ass for like years like decades with bows and arrows because they could fire while while being on on uh, horses on horses and then people the the it wasn't until uh european settlers invented like uh guns that you could reload quickly like gatlin guns mm -hmm. um or stuff that you could fire repeat uh repeaters repeater rifles yeah and and then finally the the tides turned and we started winning some some wars against them and it's like you know bows and arrows that technology saved us yeah, or altered the course of history, at least. Yeah. 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 And so that's that's kind of diametrically... We would be the ones on reservations. Yeah. Oh, for, or not even America. They would have kicked us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I would have been in my homeland in Spain. Life could have been <laughs> so Spania. different. You would have been smoking weed in Spain, living on the streets, being a musician or something. Probably. Yeah. I was going to disagree with you of all those, some of those points, but I couldn't. <laughs> you would have done just fine. You would have been exactly how you are. Um, and that's diametrically opposed to Fitzgerald. Um, Fitzgerald is all about self-preservation. This is the bad guy. Survival. Very cynical. It's a tough world out there. Harsh. He has no respect for land or the culture. In fact, he's very like, racist um, against Indians. But it's kind of for good reason. Yeah, because he got scalped himself. He got scalped and he has, you know... A good villain has reasoning behind why they think what they think. It's a good antagonist. A deeper character than just, he's a bad guy. Right. And so, you know, did he want to kill Glass's son? I don't think he wanted to kill him necessarily. He didn't care. But he had to kill him so that he could get away, so that he could self-preserve. You see, you see what yeah. I'm saying with that? Like, yeah. um, he doesn't care about the right thing. So there's no sense of morals. Right. And so lack of morals means that you do things that hurt other people and you don't care about those right. things. And the problem is when good people survive and try to get revenge, that's a satisfying conclusion to his arc. Yeah. And we feel satisfaction with it too. We're like, yeah, he yeah. deserved to die. I'm glad you won, Leo. Yeah, and but it wasn't easy. It was, right. it was such a struggle, right. which that final fight at the end right. is like just... Do you think people... Do you think people who murder people nowadays, do you think the loved ones should be able to get revenge if they want? No. It's, uh... You can't judge based on emotion. And justice has to be non-emotional. I, I believe in it in a one-on-one. -on -one, like, let's say my brother was killed... I personally would want to kill that person. Mm -hmm. Now, should I be allowed to legally by our system? Like, no, because society breaks down and it just, you know, we live in a, beyond that. The justice department, justice system hopefully takes care of it. Justice League will. Justice League will. <clears throat> but, um, but yet that, that feeling of wanting to kill the person, get revenge is, um, a, a trope, an, a, that's where stories lie and those that's where good stories come in yeah. and lots of good movies about revenge and this yeah. is this is one of them oh yeah and then the final character i wanted to talk about with the motivations is the captain uh what was his name did, did you write that down mm -hmm. it's played by played by donald gleason yeah captain henry captain henry great character um he's the same guy who was in force awakens um lots of other movies lots of other movies he's he's a great actor it's british um, he cares about justice. He cares about what's right and fair among all of his men that he has to watch over. He cares about equality. He's a leader. He keeps the peace. Medi mediator. He's an optimist, but he's also a judge. And so when he tries to do the right thing by Glass and saying, even though Glass got attacked by a bear, that we wouldn't have survived without this man. Mm -hmm. So give him a good burial and right. stay with him. And I'll pay you to do it, and you should get compensated for that. Right. Um, but then his uh, Fitzgerald takes advantage of that, so they can get what what's his to get out of there. Yeah. And 
even at the very end at the fort um he well, there's agrees a strong there's a strong interaction between fitzgerald and glass when fitzgerald's kind of fed up with waiting around and so he comes to glass he's like do you want me to put you out of your uh your misery yeah, yeah. and does glass bring blink or does he have to keep his eyes open so long are we talking about fitzgerald now yeah the interaction okay. between fitzgerald and glass Got it, he's yeah. like blink if you want me to kill you or end your suffering he keeps his eyes open for a long time and that's a tense you, you gotta let me blink dude like you yeah. You're giving me literally no outs to you killing me. I was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. But that's how... And Fitzgerald thinks he's doing the right thing. Right. I'll, I'll end your suffering. Yeah. Just blink. Yeah. Just blink. All you gotta do is blink. And you can see Leo just in pain, struggling, trying to keep it like... And then finally, you can see him, his spirit kind of just gives up. And he finally, like, intentionally blinks. And then, um, I think he was saved or some, like... That's when uh, the the Hawk. kid, yeah, no, Hawk. Oh right, uh, Leo's son, Hawk. Hawk. Um, yeah, I know that. I, I couldn't remember if it was him or the other guy. You no, know, he was calling for Jim. Yeah, and then he comes over and saves him, and then that's when Fitzgerald kills the son because he was in the way. And you could you could tell that Fitzgerald felt bad about killing him in some respects, but he kind of got over it real quick. Yeah, uh, it's just like, that's just the way uh, it is. That's not good. Now what do I do? Yeah. All right, now I gotta wait for Jim. Gotta hide this body. Which is weird. All he did was hide the body, like, just over a few humps over the ground. Like, how yeah. did Jim not walk into the camp and be like, why is he dead over there? <laughs> yeah, but that that's kind of the, you know, I, I've, I've been in, like, you know, you go camping or whatever, and it's kind of like stuff that's 50 feet away is, like, outside the campsite. I'm not going to go over there. So that's I kind of I bought that's that. That's true. you got to cover up the blood trail. Yeah. So I, I really like the captain's character, because even at the very end, uh, Glass survives, and he's like, okay, Glass, you need to, like, rest or whatever. And Glass says, no, I want to go after him. I've got him trapped. He just doesn't know it yet. And the captain says, all right, I'm going to help you in your, like, this. that's the right thing to do. Let's both go out. Right. And he actually dies. He gets killed. Fitzgerald kills him. And so the captain, in some way, has, like, a tragic story of trying to do the right thing and gets killed for it unfairly and uh, in pursuit to help our main character. Yep. So... Um, what a noob, though. He should have been riding around with his gun already out. Like, just riding around looking that's for not, someone that's who not has how he... lethal intent. You're just going to be like, ah, well, if he gets to jump on me, I guess I just die. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's an optimist. He did, he he wants... He, even until the very end... Come in with me. I bring you to justice. Follow... Yeah. Just get... Just walk behind me. We'll, I'll lead you into town. Yeah. Yeah. He... A he... little naive. But everyone, everyone was naive at the optimistically time. Optimistically naive. Children. <laughs> they're all so young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole movie builds up to the final act. Uh, they show Glass, like, hunting. And at the very end of the movie, he ends up hunting and tracking the bad guy down. Which is an awesome, like, listen, I've got nothing I love left. the decoy. Yeah. I love the decoy move that he used. Yeah. I was like, what is that tree for? So, yeah, it's... What did he get that dead branch for? And then it transitions to just a different scene. I was like, oh, okay, well, we just don't find out what the tree is for. Yeah. And then you see it in, in the body. What he does is he props up the dead body of the captain, has Tom Hardy shoot him from afar... Thinking then, it's glass. And then run up to the dead body, and then that's when Glass, who's hidden, pops out and shoots him and then chases him down, and they yeah. finally have the, the final knife fight, yeah. which is awesome. 
so, so well knife, shot. Knife and axe fight. Yeah. Shut and that was off his finger. I love that they didn't. <clears throat> no shaky cam. No like. They showed you everything. And the special effects. They they were actually chopping off fingers and stabbing and. Yep. Yeah, it was it was a great great brutal. final. Brutal. Very very brutal. The whole movie is brutal. Oh like, yeah. Brutal and raw. Like. Catching a fish and just fucking breaking it. <laughs> nope. He looked so hungry. Like, he looked yeah. like he was dying. Yeah. And he did that. He actually went into the river, caught this fish, learned how to do it, and ate it. Yeah. And then has to keep a straight face while he's like, alright, cut. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Good actor. Yeah. Really did it. I mean, you could pay me uh less than a million dollars and I'd do that so yeah next time would I you do it if you got an Academy Award The Revenant <laughs> 2 starring Cory Montoya <laughs> budget 2 million he only got 20,000 I am happy I'll take it <laughs> you roll up in a Lambo <laughs> I rented could... this for one hour so let's get this over with <laughs> um, we really liked the camera work as we've described we really liked the landscapes beautiful landscapes they used no didn't i don't like, like those landscapes you don't, don't want to like... be in the fucking cold wyoming mountains yeah but you like watching on screen yeah in my, the comfort of my own warm ass home well i like that part I guess about it. it's temperate home sorry it's not yeah, hot in here it's an apartment uh, warm ass temperate home. apartment home is where the heart is <laughs> uh built tension really well with the blinking scene the chasing through the snow the silent the forest um, kind of the bare trees, all of that played into it. Bare trees. Yeah, meaning that just the forest. They had some. Um, the fact that you're trudging through the snow and the trees are barren made for a really good shot. Oh, I see. There's just no stuff boil- from Johnny to like to lessen the shot you can see further there's more depth to the shot because there's no foliage blocking yeah I see. yeah I see. yeah exactly yeah and then at the last second glass right before he kills tom hardy or is thinking about it kind of remembers that like oh revenge is for revenge is not on you to take and so he actually spares tom hardy's life and lets him go to the river and he floats down where the Indians, um, the chief figure, ends up uh, skinning him and killing him. So he kind of, at the last second, lets go of his Scalping revenge. Him. Yeah. If Sc- he skinned him, that would have been a little bit longer him. of a process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that he lets go. Of, he, that's that's the character. Um, in every movie, you want your main character to have a, a point of changing and, and growing. That was his moment of the whole movie's hunting he's surviving he's hunting him down last second let's go of his revenge and that's he's a good character um that's that's all i've got on that movie what what do you what do you rate it um i haven't thought about this actually i didn't like give it a rating right when we were done like i normally do I kind of trolled you in my answer. I was like, one out of five. <laughs> uh, out of ten. 
probably give it a 8.5 out okay. of 10. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah, it was. I would say it's probably a long looking back on it. I fell asleep. <laughs> you literally <laughs> fell asleep. But yeah. it was also midnight on, yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah, it, min- so. it, it, was, it was closer to 1 in the morning yeah. on a Thursday night. Right. We have work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. We I finished felt, it up. I felt that. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. But, you know, watching the last 30 minutes was awesome. The next yeah. day you're refreshed, ready to go. Right. Shoot a pod. Go win some magic. Yep. Did pretty well, right? You, oh, yeah. You did? Yeah. Easy. Good. You top eighted, right? Easy. First Eight. time playing the deck. I kept saying that after I'd beat someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I played this. It's uh, I feel like it's really good. There's a Rakdos. A little bit of salt in the wound. A <laughs> little bit of, uh, yeah, it was a Rakdos sacrifice deck. Mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering. Great game. Some Great good player. Sy- good synergy in there. Good synergy. There's some good cards in there. They all work together. The only time I misplayed was in the first game, and I learned my lesson for the rest of the night. So, Anything else you want to say about the Revenant before we wrap this up? Why should people watch this movie? People should watch this movie if... Not everybody should watch this movie. You should watch this movie if you can actually just sit and let yourself live through the movie... So don't don't take it don't take a step back from that question. Answer from from, from in here. You should watch it because it's beautiful art. It's a piece of art. It's when you look at a landscape painting. If that makes you feel good and uh, there's something beautiful about American landscape, I wonder what the culture's like. I wonder what the people living through this is like. That's what you get out of this movie. Is hard harshened people fighting through man versus nature man versus man with the revenge um if you like just really good artwork of the cinematography you will like this movie and that's who it's meant for it's not meant for if you want fast you know it's really good in in today's society where everything's so quick just to relax, just let yourself go into the movie and really appreciate it. I only think you should watch this movie if you're like feeling hot, because you watch this movie, you'll get real cold. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll get like chills and stuff. Okay. Watching the wind and the snow and just imagining yourself getting into a oh, that'd be cold as shit, frozen dude. river. Like, oh, I'm getting shivers. Why am I? Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't watch this movie if you're queasy. No way. There's a lot of blood and guts and. Mm, no I wouldn't say that like a movie like Red Sparrow is more queasy like there's a torture scene in that where Ugh. they literally take like a skin peeler mechanism from Russia and they fucking like run it on someone's back and you just see it peel like like a like a potato sl- a potato Ugh. peeler yikes you're just like oh and the reactions of course by actors are like ah and you're just like oh shit yeah. or like Casino Royale you're sitting in a chair with no bottom and this guy's going <laughs> boom and he's just like and he makes a joke I'm just like Jesus yeah balls of ball, ball, balls of steel I'm excited about that um note what what's the new James Bond movie no, 25 no time left to die oh yeah. something like that I'm so excited about that it's gonna be Bond 25 007. 007. My, Daniel I it, Craig. I think it's the last one he's going to be in. 
Yeah. I believe so. Is that prediction or no? That's I, th- like I think that's informed? like I think that's. I think I read that. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's done. He's getting up there, in age. That's true. But still, he's one of the best Bonds. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, what uh, what movie can we uh, tell our one viewer to look forward to next? Uh, I want to see Birdman. Okay. I want to review that. Would you review that? Maybe. I'd have to watch it. Okay. We'll watch it and we'll see if we if I like it. But we still have <coughs> 20 other movies on the list. What about There Will Be Blood? Another slow-ish movie. Maybe. What about Baby Driver? I would do probably do that one. Baby Driver's it's a little awesome. bit more modern. It's kind of like a good music show of our show so far. Yeah. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. I think I, we should do that one next. In in we want to do the monochrome. Monochrome. Mono, the black and white version. Yeah. Special edition. Uh, for this, we want to try to talk about special editions of movies. So for Sucker Punch. We should have done the extended edition, the rated R version. Uh, we want to do like we did the extended edition for Hateful Eight, because we, you know, we've seen the movies already. We want to watch the right. director's cuts. Right, right. Give us all the ex- that extra stuff that you can. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, we'll do that in twenty forty nine. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> twenty nine years from now. Um, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, any of those? No. Okay. Django? Maybe. What do you want to watch? Interstellar. Okay. Absolutely. Dead Space. Do you have anything that's... No, Dead Space is video game. No, that's what we had. Dead Space. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, sorry. Death Proof. You should watch that. Planet Terror. How about Matrix Revolutions or Ben-Hur or what about Helsing or uh, Reservoir Dogs? Those are all great ideas. Those are some of my favorite. Well, we just gave them a whole lot of nothing. So on that note, thanks for tuning in. You always say some dumb shit at the end, so go ahead and say it. (laughs) Anal.